Praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord on this beautiful day. Good to see each and every one that is out here with us. And um, greet those that are watching by means of the live stream uh, as well. We know we've got several that watches 
from good distance off, even all the way from um, um, Rwanda and Brother Michael, if you're watching, amen today, God bless you and amen as well. We come together just to honor him and give him praise. Today is Palm Sunday, and uh, it is what is known as what we call uh, the triumphal entry of Jesus in Jerusalem. It began his last week on this earth, which is called his Passion Week. And um, and so our minds are going back today, and we are, are thinking about that um, in our service. And before I forget, I want to thank everyone. We had a we did have a good um, turnout. Those that come out yesterday to help do um, work or inside and outside the church, um, it was um, really good until the power went out. Um, and uh, electricity went out sometime around around noon or something like that, and it was out after five o'clock. I kept checking the cameras over here when I got home, and it was sometime after five. So I don't know, but but we did get quite quite a bit done, and we appreciate everybody who came out working together to uh, do some things around um, the building that we knew. So. Um, we want to um, thank you, and I know God will bless you uh, for, for um, um, coming out and putting some effort in working at the house of God. Um, today is the first Sunday of the month, uh, and that makes it what? Mission Day. Amen. So we want to remember that uh, as uh, we give today and um, um, in, uh, in the offering for uh, the missionaries, if you will, uh, that we um, uh, support, um, and um, um, God will definitely bless you for that. Uh, also, this month, um, I want to make this announcement, and please, uh, it's, been, it's been a while. We haven't um, had a fifth Sunday night, a fifth Saturday night this year yet. And if you recall, every um, fifth Saturday night, we're supposed to be having uh, a fellowship meeting uh, with the um, uh, Bowling Green Church. The last fellowship meeting was here. That was before Brother Penrod passed away. Uh, and um, the this one coming up, now I hadn't talked to uh, the new pastor. Uh, I'm assuming it's, it's still on for the fifth Saturday uh, uh, night, but I'm going to check with him this coming week to let you know for sure, but I just wanted to go ahead uh, and remind everybody, and I will confirm that it is on the um, the calendar um, for our April calendar, so that's what that is, so remember that. Um, there are some a birthday today. Joshua Mabry's got a birthday. Like, wow. Man, that don't seem like it's been that long. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, we want to wish Joshua a happy birthday. And uh, Brother Kyle and Sister Margie has got an anniversary today. We wish them a happy anniversary. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, this coming Wednesday night is the first Wednesday night of the month, and that is our monthly prayer meeting. 
so remember everybody we'll be coming together and um, all we will be doing is concentrating uh, on corporate prayer because we will have uh, a devotion before like we always do for a few minutes but then we will um, um, go into our prayers so don't forget that that is very much an important uh, prayer corporate prayer what you pray at home um, uh, is important but then the corporate prayer where we come together as one God honors that in a, in a great way so that prayer meeting will be Wednesday night at 7 o'clock next Sunday Easter the resurrection we're celebrating uh, we are expecting uh, a, a great turnout. We are believing the Lord, and I want everybody's help because we have done something we've never done before, but the outreach department uh, that uh, our outreach um, pastor, Brother Ronnie, heads, uh, they got a company, uh, got some mailers printed up, nice-looking mailers, and they we mailed out, what is it, was it 1,000? All over the area, be going going to people's home in, in this area, inviting them for Easter, and uh, so we are just believing God for fruit of that seed that we uh, we've sowed, and um, the visitors that we have that come in, let's all kind of work together, make them feel uh, welcome, and um, uh, that's very much important, but Sister. Um, uh, Angie will be in here uh, uh, um, passing out, but I, I would like to have a um, uh, another person who would be willing to um, be out um, closer to the parking lot, uh, and um, for those that may be coming in, um, that um, that's important. But just pray uh, that God will just bless these mailers that we've sent out, that we will get some new folks coming in, but we're um, going to be expecting a great time in the Lord uh, next Sunday. We're going to get our devotional read. I think I've got all the announcements made. Um, the book of John, chapter 12, a well-known story. that We're going to read um, the first eight verses. Then Jesus, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Then said one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him, Why was this not, um, not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and that he um, had the bag and bear witness um, and, and bear what was put therein. 
Then said Jesus, Let her alone. Against the day of my burying hath she kept this. Verse 8. For the poor always ye have with you, but me ye have not always. The poor, he said, you're going to always have poor people that you can do good to, that you can help in their need. But he said, you're not going to have me here always. And as I read that story, I thought about how we become so guilty of replacing Jesus with so many other things in life. So many other priorities. Well, I can't come to church today. I got other stuff to do. What is more important than worshiping God? Amen. Uh, you, you will not always have the opportunity to do what you're doing right now. That opportunity won't always be there. Amen. All this other stuff in life, we can make time for that, but we need to make sure that we make time for Jesus. Amen. And give him what's due him because he gave it all, 110% at Calvary. Amen. And we need Amen, to um, recognize that and realize that um, that opportunity is not going to be there always. Let's worship him from our whole heart today. Give Jesus a hand clap of praise. stars saved find their way at the sound of your great name all condemned ill no shame at the sound of your
me to repentance and your goodness it draws me to your side and your mercy it calls me to Come on, let's sing it to him today. Yeah.
Come on, let's give the Lord another hand clap of praise. Jesus is, Jesus is better to me than I am to myself. Hallelujah. Amen. He is such a great, big, mighty God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise his name. Praise his name. We glorify him. Hallelujah. Um, I don't know if it got mentioned earlier uh, in the Bible class and the prayer request or not, but um, um, Sister um, Darlene had uh, some kinfolks of hers in Kentucky that recently passed away, um, uh, Sister Debbie Hughes, and um, we want to remember uh, that family and also the church. She is a uh, pastor's wife. They, they pastor a church in Elkton, Kentucky. Um, she come down um, with the COVID like a lot of people did uh, a couple years ago, but it developed that what they call the long term, and it did a lot of damage, and it damaged her heart, and she's had a heart problem for a um, long time, and um, other things begin to go wrong um, uh, with her, and um, um, she had a cardiac arrest, and uh, they was able to revive her, and they sent her to a hospital in Nashville, and uh, the doctors told the family then if she has another one, she probably won't pull through it, and that's what happened, uh, and uh, so we want to remember that family in prayer. Um, if you're alive on the, in the land of the living today, you've got something to be thankful to God for. You're not here on your own power. You may think you are. A lot of folks have got, um, got that complex about, you know, you know, I'm, uh, I'm my own person, you know, I'm, I'm this or that or whatever. But you didn't get out of bed this morning unless God gave you the permission to do so. And I understand, because I've, I've been in this thing a long time, I understand and realize that I may go, I, I'm standing here right now, but I may go down before the sun goes down. So I'm going to praise God while I can. I'm going to thank Him. Hallelujah. I feel His presence in this house tonight. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I give Him glory. I give Him honor and praise. Hallelujah. He's been so good to me. His protection. Amen. Hallelujah. Down through my life time and time again. Hallelujah. I may not have been here this morning because I, um, I got an old pickup truck that's been broke down for a long time, and, and uh, I started trying to jack it up. I was going to have to drop the gas tank to get the fuel pump out because that's what's wrong with it. And um, the ground wet and soft, and the jacks and the stands and everything suck in the ground. The jack turned over, and man, she went down like that. I had just got out from under it. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. 
I know Brother Scott over here thinks I've lost a lot of weight, but I'd have lost a whole lot real quick if I had been under there with that thing. <laughs> My stomach would have really flattened out then, I'm going to tell you. Hallelujah. But God's good. Amen. And all the time, give him a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Uh, we are going to worship God in our giving. And uh, th- I mentioned this a while ago about today being Mission Day. And we are going to have to make a change. That's something that I, I don't like doing because uh, we have given support to this one missionary. And we it's a big thing around Christmas time. We, we do um, um, things for the, the kids in Bangladesh and uh, our ladies auxiliary has taken up and sent help over there for the, the ladies. But things are beginning to crack down all over the world against Christianity. And uh, they have passed a law in Bangladesh. We found this out during the missions conference that you cannot withdraw funds from a bank over there, even though it's your account, unless you live in Bangladesh. And... uh, the monies from last month that the Lanning sent over there to help um, with the pastor and the upkeep of the church has not been able to, it's in limbo right now. So they they have been forced to turn that work. And we have been, you know, like I said, they want, this was one of our first missionary efforts. But they, in the process of turning that work over, to the UPC, the United Pentecostal Church, has a person over there living. And some of you um, uh, would remember uh, the Corbins. They, uh, you know, went into the UPC several years ago, uh, and they live over there. They're, they don't just go once or twice a year. but uh, So they're in the process of turning that whole thing over, and it will come under the auspices of the United Pentecostal Church when that's done. And having said that, though, um, I want to present this to you. How many remembers last year the young man and his wife uh, that uh, we came to one of our Sunday night live services and he gave his testimony how he was on crack cocaine, meth, amphetamines, and all of that stuff. And him and his wife both. I mean, they they was as much controlled by the devil as anybody could be. And that wonderful testimony. God delivered them instantly when they came to the Lord. Filled them with the Holy Ghost. Well, they have stepped out on faith. And they have opened up a house in Franklin, Kentucky, a big, huge duplex where ladies on one uh, lives in one part of it and men in the other. And it is a uh, it's a a place that people can go to to get clean and sober, uh, and that wants deliverance. God has led them into this. They've stepped out on faith. They uh, they need right at seven thousand dollars a month 
they paid the rent on the house and the utilities and uh, and every, all the expense, the food and everything, but they done that by faith. And um, that, that came up, and I found out about that about the same time I found out that we won't be sending money to Bangladesh. And um, we haven't did any home mission work ever since from Beauty to Ashes closed down. So we did. How many remembers Beauty to Ashes? Yeah. So um, I think the needs over here on, on this side of the ocean is just as important as those on the other side. It's a mission work too. Amen. So what we what we have been given there, we're going to be sending to Franklin uh, uh, to uh, this halfway house. And as we get more information on what they're doing and everything, we will let you know about it. But just remember them in prayer. Brother and Sister Kerr, their name is Kerr, uh, remember them in prayer on this endeavor. They've stepped out, and I know God's going to bless them. Hallelujah. So remember that as you give. Let's bow our heads and thank the Lord for this offering. Father, we come today. We thank you for what we feel in our hearts. Thank you for your goodness and your grace. We ask God that you will bless the offering today that we receive. Bless the gift and the giver. We give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name that the church say, God bless you as you give. the name of Jesus praise the name of Jesus sing unto the king of Israel well I will bless the name of Jesus praise the name of Jesus sing unto the king of Israel Amen. I wonder if one or two would like to stand and give a word of testimony today. 
Anybody with a testimony? Yes, no? <laughs> yes, I love them. We know where you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. There, go ahead.
Praise God. Amen. That is, that is so true what, what you talked about. Uh, this had really nothing to do with uh, uh, a, a child that we had. But to us, it's a child, um, uh, our little dog, a little chihuahua. Sometimes that little, that little um, mutt can get on this preacher's nerves. Because he don't always, he don't always let you know when he's got to go outside, and we even got, we even got a pad in the house. He don't always go to the pad, you know. And it's during those times you say, "I'm about ready to do away with you." And uh, here, uh, a couple weeks or so ago, uh, he got he got sick, and we noticed him. He wasn't able to. Uh, go to the bathroom. He wasn't able to do anything. And um, so all of that stuff, when he don't go to the pad like he should or letting you know, when I when I realized that um, he, he he had a problem, I, um, I told him, I said, we got to get him, we got to get him to the vet. And I uh, took him and they had to do, do an x-ray and uh, they said, they came back and said, he's got a kidney stone. Well, you talking to the expert on kidney stones right here. And I, I knew what that little fella was going through. And they said, we're going to have to do surgery, and it's going to be something over $1,600, which my health insurance is not going to cover that. I'd like to put his name on my policy, but they won't let me do it. But you know what? I said, get it done. It don't matter. I'm just thank I'm just thankful there was a time back when we was first married I wouldn't have had had the money or the means to do it and I would have had to put it put him down. I was just thankful that I could do something. And listen, and I this is what I thought about all the times that our heavenly father looks down at us and But yet, he was still willing to pay the price. Like I was real willing to lay down the cash for our little. How much more God loves each and every one of us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My Lord, I feel the Holy our time is moving on. I'm not going to do the, the meet and greet. Everybody just kind of stand with this miss uh, uh, for children's church and have Ryan to come on. So um, I've taken enough of his time already. Okay. Oh, okay. Alrighty. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
we're going to pray for Sister Cecilia right quick. She has an issue right now. Let's just believe that the Lord touch Sister Cecilia right now. Hallelujah, 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 right now. In your name, Jesus, right now. Lord, Lord, this situation is going on, Lord. Lord, she's passing blood right now. Hallelujah. Be free of this affliction right now, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Touch her right now, Father. Hallelujah. Move on her behalf. Right now, Father. Hallelujah. We praise you. We glorify your name, Jesus, right now. Hallelujah. Right now in your name, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. made whole right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for it, Father, right now. Thank you for it, Father, right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In your name, Jesus. Yes, we thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for it, Lord, right now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Just want to uh, mention real quick, uh, Sister Kessie let me know that right after service, she would like to speak with everyone who is going to the uh, Ark Encounter. She would like to speak with you in the fellowship hall. So right after service, if you're uh, planning on going to that Ark Encounter, uh, meet with Sister Kessie. Praise the Lord. Well, it's good to see everybody in the house of the Lord this afternoon. I want to welcome each and every one. Welcome those watching by the means of the live stream. Truly is great to be in the house of the Lord this afternoon. Hallelujah. Praise His holy name. Praise His holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 It, it is truly wonderful to see Brother Ricky there with us this afternoon. Thank the Lord for Brother Ricky. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. You want to take us to the book of Luke this afternoon, chapter 19. And we'll begin reading in verse 29. This is Palm Sunday, and this is exactly what these scriptures are on is uh, Palm Sunday. Luke chapter 19, and we'll begin reading verse 29. Luke 19, beginning reading verse 29. Hallelujah. And it came to pass when he drew near to Bethpage and Bethany at the mount called Olivet, that he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village opposite you, where as you enter you will find a colt tied on which no one has ever sat. Loose it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, why are you loosing it? Thus you shall say to him, 
because the Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went their way and found it just as he had said to them. But as they were loosing the colt, the owners of it said to them, Why are you loosing the colt? And they said, The Lord has need of him. Then they brought him to Jesus, and they threw their own clothes on the colt, and they set Jesus on him. And as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. Then as he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works which they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. Now as he drew near, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If you had known, even you, especially in this your day, the things that make for your peace, But now they are hidden from your eyes. For days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you, and close you in on every side, and level you and your children within you to the ground, and they will not leave in you one stone upon another. Because you did not know the time of your visitation. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let us pray. As a matter of fact, Pastor, would you pray for a blessing? Hallelujah. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. Pardon me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Of course, this message is entitled The Triumphal Entry. The Triumphal Entry, hallelujah. This being Palm Sunday, uh, couldn't go anywhere else but, the, but this. Praise the name of the Lord. And, and so, so much is said here in these verses. And a lot going on. The passage of Scripture is called The Triumphal Entry. However, while many were praising God and rejoicing, there were a few Pharisees that was upset, and Jesus was weeping over Jerusalem. So there was a lot going on, and a lot of events would happen this week, and, and that many is uh, now praising and believing that Jesus is their next king. Before the week's end, they would be hauling, crucify him, crucify him. How quickly, thank you, that that would change, and they would no longer be praising him, but be hollering for his crucifixion. Simply because the people wanted the king their way. They wanted Jesus to come their way. They wanted to be freed from the Roman occupation. It had to be their, their design, their way, the way they saw fit. But it, that was not the way it was to be. Jesus would enter a very different way. Hallelujah. I want to speak this morning about this donkey that Jesus rides into town on. Is representative, I believe, of a couple things. Number one, the donkey is a service animal. 
It's a service animal. It's not for battles. It's not a mighty horse for a battle. Jesus come to, not to be served, but to serve. So he didn't come on a horse for a battle to take over the city like some wanted. But he come on a donkey noted for service. Matthew 20 and 28 says, Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. He did not come to be served, but to serve. And give his life a ransom for many. Give his life a ransom for many. So this was a humble entry. A humble entry that Jesus came in. Jesus came in peace. He did not come with an attitude and and an agenda to take over and control of the city. He came in peace. Number two, riding in on this young colt was fulfilling a prophecy is Zechariah of over 400 years earlier. Zechariah 9 and 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just in having salvation, lowly or humbly, if you will, and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. That's how he came, humbly. Fulfilling this prophecy. And while it was fulfilling prophecy, it wasn't a a planned out big to do, a big drama thing, a big event like it may have been happening back in that day uh, when when new kings were to take the throne. It was not that way. It was humbly. It it was of a lowly nature. Hallelujah. But I believe also in these scriptures there's a hidden principle that we can easily overlook and miss in verse 30 and 31. When we obey Jesus as the commands that he gives us for our life, we can have less headaches within our lives. If we will look back at verse 30, it says, saying, go into the village opposite of you. He was sending two disciples out. He said, go into the village opposite of you, whereas you enter, you will find a colt tied on which no one has ever sat. Loose it, he says, and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, Why are you loosing it? Then you shall say to him, Because the Lord has needed it. Notice that they were obedient to what Jesus told them to do. As they went their way, they didn't begin to discuss among themselves, Well, we can't just go untie this colt of donkey and and bring it on without speaking to the owner or paying them something for it. They'll, They'll think that's theft. They were obedient to the words of Jesus. And because they were obedient to His Word, it fell into place just like it should. And that is a principle that we don't need to get away from as children of God is we need to follow His Word, the Word of God in our lives, and everything will fall into place as it needs to be. The doors will be opened. The way will be made when we were obedient to Him. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 There was a lawyer one time that asked Jesus, said, what is the great commandment? Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first great commandment, and the second is like it unto it, where you shall, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. If we obeyed and were obedient to, the, to what Jesus said these two great commandments are, 
society would be a whole lot different. Our lives may be a whole lot different if we focused on these two, if we were obedient to these two. Hallelujah. If we, It said you shall. Everybody said me. That's me. That means me. I shall love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind. That's shoving aside everything else. That's shoving aside Ronnie Pruitt's thoughts and views and opinions. That's putting in place and in forth the Lord's views and opinions. What His Word tells me and instructs me to do with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind. Even on those times that I don't feel like getting out and going to somewhere the Lord wants me to go, but I know He wants me to be there. I've got to do what the Lord's will is. I've got to be obedient to Him. When I'm obedient to Him, doors are going to be open. Pathways are going to be made in my life. A lot less headache is going to take place. Hallelujah. But too many times, many of us face too many obstacles, too many headaches, too many roadblocks. And if we really sit back and pray and seek the Lord about it and realize it's we're doing our own will and not the will of the Father. We're not being obedient to Him. That is a hidden principle right there that shouldn't be so hidden right there. Be obedient to what Jesus says for us to do. Going on down to verse 37. Then as He was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they have seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. They were upset and angry because they were hollering out these works that they had seen. The Pharisees couldn't stand it. They wanted them to be quiet. But Jesus said, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. And I had, uh, when I got, I got a couple of stones, but I need to get something. I don't want to mess up this wood up here, so I'm going to this, this looks too pretty right here and good. I don't want to mess it up. But I had went outside earlier. And Sister Angie, I'm not going to stone you like what you thought. <laughs> not going to stone you like that. I don't know if I'm going to try to move this. I'll just move this over here just a little bit. Everybody can see these stones, can't you? Y'all think them stones can cry out some praise and glory to God? <laughs> right, Brother Bobby, if God wanted to, if, what were the words of Jesus when he, taught, when he told the Pharisees? If these should keep silent, then these stones would immediately cry out. Who's holding your praise back today? Who's holding your worship back today? There's many things that has happened and transpired in all of your lives. I don't know all of them. You've probably never even told them all. But time and time again, a mighty work the Lord has done in your life. And have you told it? Have you shouted it from the rooftop? Have you told the wonderful works of the Lord? Or is someone keeping you quiet? Hallelujah. Is someone in your family trying to keep you quiet? Is someone shutting you down when you try to tell them the works of the God? Hallelujah. We don't need to hold our praise back anymore. We don't need to be quiet. We need to shout our praise to Jesus. We need to proclaim the mighty works He's done in our lives. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Glory to His name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord. Hallelujah. We need to, we need to joyfully and shout the, 
the praises and the mighty works that he's done in our lives. The disciples had witnessed many mighty works that Jesus had done, seeing a feeding of 5,000 with five barley loaves and two small fish, healed an untold number of people with uncurable diseases, blindnesses, uh, paralysis, cast out evil spirits, while he walked on the water. <laughs> I mean, you name it, he had done it. And he even raised people from the dead. He raised Lazarus from the dead. And this was happened not too long before these events took place. And this is one area, one reason why Jewish, some Jews turned to Jesus and believed in him because the raising of Lazarus. And not only did the chief priests want to kill Jesus, they wanted to kill Lazarus as well. They sought his life as well. Trying to keep them silent. Not wanting the praise to go out. They couldn't stand it. But the disciples proclaimed the mighty works of Jesus. Hallelujah. They, they wanted it to be known. Now, in times past, Jesus would tell everybody to, you know, what I've done for you, just keep on a download, you know. If I can paraphrase, just say, just keep on a download. Just go back to your home. Don't, don't mention it because his hour had not yet come. It was not yet time for that. So Jesus said, be quiet. But this was the time that Jesus did not rebuke his disciples for making those proclamations for the works that he had done. He let it happen. He let it flow. All of those people who could begin to come out of that city and begin to worship and praise and cry Hosanna, they began to do it, and Jesus rebuked none of them. He let it go forth. That is how our praise needs to be today, is to praise his holy name, to give him glory, to give him honor, because there is some creature or something in this world that will praise him if nobody else does. If no one else will, there'll be a rock somewhere that'll cry out. Woo! Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Do you want a rock to take your place? Do you want a rock to take your place? Hallelujah. I don't want a rock to take my place. I don't want a tree to take my place. I don't want another animal to take my place. I want to give praise and glory to my Father in heaven who has saved me, who has redeemed me, who has protected me an unknown told number of times. Oh, glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. I praise him. I glorify his name. Hallelujah. What does Psalm 98 and 4 say? Psalm 98 and 4. Hallelujah. Starts out, shout. Shout joyfully to the Lord all the earth. Break forth in song. Rejoice and sing praises. It doesn't say be shy and timid and quiet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, Lord, what you did for me, I'll take it. Ooh, glory. No, it says shout joyfully to the Lord. All the earth, break forth in song. Rejoice and sing praises. We don't need to hold back our praise. If you want to open an avenue in your life, if you want to open, have a door open into you, you praise Jesus untold. You shout joyfully to the Lord and watch miraculous things happen. Woo, glory to the name of the Lord. Break forth in song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When it looks like the, the future doesn't look too bright, when this next situation that you're about to go through is looking like you don't know where to turn because you're thinking your own thoughts, you're wondering how it is you can handle it, how it is you can control it, you need to just begin to praise the Lord. You just need to begin to worship Him and say, Lord, I know you make a way. Lord, I know you have a way. I know you've already opened the door, Lord. I just need to see it, Lord. And you just praise Him and it'll happen. It'll happen. Psalm 71 and 8 said, Let my mouth be filled with your praise and with your glory. 
One day of the week. All the day. All day, every day. 365 days a year. Let my mouth be filled with your praise and your glory all the day. If you're someone who is, who is easily depressed or gets in a, in a negative attitude, there's a, lot of t- there's a lot of people who just one little event, just one little, just one little conversation from someone can just instantly change their attitude, their mentality. But if we follow this verse of Scripture here, let my mouth be filled with your praise and your glory all the day, that can t- change your countenance around right away. Anytime you receive a negative word, anytime you hear a negative word, you can change around by giving praise and glory and honor to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to His name. Give Him praise in the house today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't need to be silent about our praise. Hallelujah. We need to be vocal about it. Hallelujah. Not be shy. To, and I understand that there, there are a lot of folks who are shy and timid. They don't, they don't feel comfortable with raising their voice necessarily. But we have got to not hold back our vocal praise for Jesus Christ. We have got to be vocal about Him. We have got to let these vocal cords be used. You may not get up here on stage and sing, but you can raise your voice. I don't care if you think it's the worst sound ever, but as long as you're doing it in your heart to Jesus Christ, it's going to sound like the most amazing sound that there is to your Lord and Savior. Be vocal for Jesus today in this prayer. Hallelujah. I want to move on to verse 41. Now, as he drew near, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If you had known, even you, especially in this your day, the things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you, and close you in on every side and level you and your children within you to the ground, and they will not leave in you one stone upon another because you did not know the time of your visitation. Why did Jesus wept? Because as he was riding in and he saw the city afar off, he knew that the time had passed for them to receive him as Messiah. That time had passed. It was no, they had missed their opportunity. Their, their time of visitation was no more. That's why Jesus wept. Because there is a time that you can go past the point of receiving Jesus Christ. You can go past a point where you cannot receive Him. We don't receive Jesus on our own time, on our own thoughts, on our own account. We think we can live our life the way we want it. I believe in Jesus but I want to live my life right now as I see fit. I still want to have some fun, or I still enjoy, I enjoy doing this thing, or I enjoy doing that thing, and deep down we know it's wrong, but we still enjoy doing it. So we think we'll push Jesus off to the back burner. We'll push him to the, side, to the wayside. We don't want him to put him first place in our lives. But there is a time, there is a point and a place in your life where you may not be drawn again. And we don't need to always trust that just another week or just, a, just another few days, just another year, I promise I'm coming to the Lord. I've heard people say, I know I need to get back in church. I know I need to go to church. But I'm just waiting for the right time. I'm just waiting for the right opportunity. I'm just waiting 
that I can change this thing about me. I can change this thing about me. You can't change nothing about yourself. You need the help of Jesus Christ to change that flesh inside of you. Glory to the name of the Lord. He is the only help you have. He is the only salvation you have. Don't depend on yourself. Don't wait until you think it's going to be the right time. Or you may have missed your time of visitation. And Jesus spoke about a coming where the city would be destroyed. And that happened around 70 A.D. is when Jerusalem was destroyed. This lets us know we must come to Jesus when His Spirit draws us. His Spirit draws us. You think you're seeking the Lord, but there's, I think Brother Douglas mentioned this this morning, that there's something that the Lord had already put in you that's causing you to seek Him. His Spirit is drawing you. The problem is that Jesus is seeking us, but we're not seeking Him. That's the issue for a lot of folks. Look at John 6 and 44. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. It takes the Father to draw him, to draw any, anyone, man or woman, boy or girl, to the Lord. And Jesus said, I'll raise him up at the last day. And like I said, the problem is Jesus is seeking, but yet we're not seeking him. We're not focused on Him. We're not concerned about Him. And I can prove it in a recent poll that just came out. A Wall Street Journal poll found that 39% of Americans say their religious faith is very important. Wall Street Journal found that 39% of Americans say that their religious faith is very important. And when this poll was first done 25 years ago, it was 62%. So it went in 25 years' time from 62% to 39% where people say their religious faith is very important to them. Or basically, if we can just leave out religion, just Jesus. I mean, that's, that's just where the rubber meets the road. You know, Jesus ain't that important anymore. You know, recitals are more important. Football games are more important. Basketball, NASCAR. No, I'm saying none of this extra stuff is bad in itself. But who's more important? I tell you who should be more important is Jesus. Jesus should be number one in our lives. He should be the focal point of our lives. This is a very sad situation in our nation today. And sadly, I don't know if this group of people is... You know, just all people in society, which I guess in some it is, or, or you know, how much of them are, are people in church. You can tell people ain't seeking Jesus just by the empty pews in a church house. Has this not been some week that we as a state of Tennessee have had here locally in Nashville, that shooting that we had? Where's the people seeking Jesus? Instead, we're seeking an alternative answer of removing all guns. And that's an issue that I know is, is split amongst people. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where's the people seeking Jesus for the answer? People should be seeking Jesus for the way out of the societal issues that we have. But we're not seeking Him. We're seeking video games. We're, seek, we're, we're seeking all kind of pleasures within our lives 
There ain't nothing on TV that's really uh, fit worth watching anymore. Movies ain't fit worth watching. There's too much junk that's on, on TV. I, go, I come home sometimes, turn on, and 2, 4, and 5, which was, used to be the, the basic local channels, and it's supposed to be prime time, and the very first thing that comes on uh, before you can change the channel is, is a bunch of issues and situations that promotes uh, all kind of uh, lifestyles that are totally against Jesus. But church folks is watching the trash. We need to turn that mess off and if ain't nothing on, we need to get into the Word of God. We need to be seeking Him, not these other issues, not these other areas. We're not seeking the kingdom of God. And we wonder why so much tragedy happens. There was a day back when 2001, when those airplanes hit the Twin Towers that following Sunday and services beyond people, crowds coming in. It affected people. They began to seek the Lord. They wanted direction. They wanted comfort. But where is it at now? It happens so much, we're just numb to it now. We're just hearing another story. And unfortunately, the sad fact is, we're not seeking Jesus the way we should be seeking Him. Hallelujah. Pastor, if you want, the musician want to come on up. I'm winding down. This is a joyous time of remembrance. The triumphal entry. But like I said, there's a lot of things in these verses that we read. In this last section that I read, where you can miss your time of visitation, is the one that really hits hard to home. We say a lot of times, you can come to the Lord anytime, whenever, whenever and wherever. But according to what the words of Jesus are right here, that's not necessarily true. Let's all stand this afternoon. And let's... Let's not leave today without knowing for sure we're in the right place with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The reason that He come was to give His life a ransom for each and every one of you today. You are precious in the sight of the Lord. You are His child. You are His creation. Hallelujah. Give your praise to Him today. Hallelujah. As they play, hallelujah. I hope everybody will realize what God is trying to speak today. What he talked about, about back then, they missed the time of their visitation. goes back to our devotion this morning that I read where Jesus told them, he said, you'll have the poor with you always, but you won't have me always. Amen. Don't miss your visitation. The Lord is here today. Don't let it pass by. I got up on Sunday morning, went to church at 10. I listened to the words that I'd heard time and time again. The preacher spoke of sinful lives and it seemed he spoke of mine but I was young I had plenty of time so 
went on down life's pathway, living as I wish to live, out to beat the other fellow, out to get what life could give. Making money, that's not sinful. Having fun, well, that's no crime. So I'll just wait. I've got plenty of time. verse now, but before I knew what had happened, all I've seen had passed away, and millions stood before the throne, cause it was judgment day. Now eternal darkness beckons and the name it calls for mine, but I had thought I had plenty. Uh... Uh-huh. 